we have this idea that bigger is better. And when it comes to achieving your goals and staying on track and keeping motivated along the way and feeling good about it along the way, I'm telling you, it's the smaller, the better, the smaller, the better. Hello and welcome to the Heartfelt Business Podcast. I am your host, Katherine Carroll, and I am a business coach for coaches, creatives, and healers who care so deeply about making a difference in the world. In this podcast, I share strategy and structure on how you can start or grow your business, as well as chat with other heart-centered business owners. If you enjoy what you hear today, then please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it really goes a long way to getting it out into the world. I appreciate you. Now let's get into the episode. Hello friends and welcome to the podcast. I am so grateful that you are joining me here today. We have such a wonderful episode for you because something that every business owner, entrepreneur, and really every person can struggle with is figuring out how to stay motivated, to keep on track, and to ultimately achieve your goals, because that is the whole idea. We all have goals that we want to achieve, and sometimes at the beginning, it can be really exciting, or it could be really overwhelming, or perhaps a mixture of of both. And as we get into it, and, you know, maybe setbacks arise, or doubts come up, or any of that sort of thing, it can be really easy to get off track or to get frustrated, or to like lose motivation, or lose steam, or lose sight of what you're doing. And so we're going to be covering that in today's episode, so it's a really good one. You might even want to break out a notebook, or a journal, or have a place to like kind of take notes, or come back and listen to it. It's whatever. And the reason that I wanted to share this today is because if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, we are, you know, almost through March now, about three quarters of the way through March, And spring is here over the weekend. We, of course, had the spring equinox, which I recognize as the fall equinox in the southern hemisphere. But this is the time of year um, where there is this sense of newness of things literally blooming out of the ground, taking shape, like coming. It's like the days are getting longer, you know, there might be flowers out there providing some color. We've come out of this, you know, this dark hibernation time. And there's just a lot of newness, a lot of energy going in that direction. So you might even naturally be feeling that and be having some inspiration, maybe a little bit more energy. Maybe you want to tackle some stuff. I mean, there's a reason why there's something called spring cleaning. So maybe you have some some projects you want to complete or whatever it is, or you're into another phase of your business because in business terms, we are finishing up Q1 and heading into Q2. And so this could be a really great time to kind of reset and perhaps even reprioritize or just get clear on on what you want and how you're going to achieve that. So you can like harness this awesome spring energy we have and make sure that you keep yourself focused and motivated along the way so that you actually complete the goals. Because 
One thing that is just so common is to get really excited about projects and then struggle with follow through no matter what it is, because it's always exciting to start something because we have this great vision in mind and we're like, oh, that'd be so amazing when this happens. Like, you know, even the spring cleaning example, it could be perhaps you want to organize your closet or something or like have a little household project like that. In the beginning, you think like, how amazing would it be for all my clothes to be so neatly organized? Maybe everything's going to be sparking joy. And then you get into it and it becomes, <laughs> become overwhelming or you can get bogged down with all of the, the sifting and the sorting and the details of all of it. And then it can be really easy to like lose sight of the goal, to lose steam and lose focus and ultimately just kind of like have half completed projects. And let me know if you're somebody who has half completed projects. I know that I sure do. I really love starting things. I'm a great starter. It has taken me a lot of practice and figuring out what works to actually complete stuff I start. Because it's, you know, the middle part can be meh, it's not, it can be sometimes not that fun. But if you can persevere and keep going, I promise you it can be. And if you are someone that's like me, then you're really going to like today's episode because I'm going to share with you what I do to keep myself motivated, to keep myself on track, and to um, actually complete stuff in the end, in a fun way, because I am all about fun. I'm all about like, how can I make this easy? Not even simple, but actually as easy as possible and get myself connected to a bigger, more motivating energy where it just kind of fuels me. Like, you know, that feeling of when it just comes from within you and you feel like maybe you're like an energizer bunny or something. You're like, wow, like when it comes to this thing, like I have unlimited energy, obviously to a degree, but that's what we're going to be doing today. So the first thing that I want to share with you is when you're, when you're making goals, we're just going to talk about goals briefly. So when you're making goals, you may have heard of the acronym SMART for SMART goals, which is very handy and I do recommend. So the S stands for specific and the M stands for measurable. And then the A stands for, it actually, there's two different ones. It can be like achievable, achievable or actionable. And then... Uh, the R stands for a realistic and then the T stands for timely. So when we're making these, these goals, making these smart goals, the reason that there's an acronym there is to try to try to bring it into like what is possible, what is realistic, when will it be? Because sometimes we have like big goals, like I want to run a marathon and it's like, okay, so I don't run at all. So what would be realistic for when I could do this? Maybe within the next year and I could start like practicing now or training now. And then you want to know like, when will that be instead of just someday, you know, put a date on it, have a deadline on it. This is very, that's a very good one for anyone who's a procrastinator because it can sometimes be that even having a, a date set on something will inherently bring a level of accountability towards that thing. And so that's really great. And you probably already know this. This isn't an episode on SMART goals. You can also Google about SMART goals. There's a lot of it in there. there. 
on the internet. And so I really recommend, you know, you get your goal, whatever the thing is, and know when it's completed. So if I want to run a marathon, like I'll know I'll have run it when I cross the finish line, for example. You know, so maybe it's like you want to organize your closet. And you will notice I'm giving like life examples here. And that's because I want this skill and these different things to be transferable into business and also into your life. Because for a lot of you, I know that kind of like it's fuzzy between life and business, which really makes sense because if you've created a business or if you want to create a business, like there's part of your heart that's in it. It's a part of you, like there's meaning behind it. And so it doesn't make sense to me to just have one thing in one box over here and another thing like my work is here and my life is here because you don't punch out, you don't stop thinking about, you know, your clients or what you're creating or whatever it is that you're doing. Like it's just a part of you. And so being able to integrate these things and have these like cross our lives, businesses, whatever skills is super important. Okay. So back to what I was saying. So say you're going to clean out your closet or something. It's like very important to know when that is done. A marathon is easy. You cross the finish line and you're like, okay, ta-da, I got my t-shirt. Hooray. But maybe your closet is like, there's just other things around it. So you want to have like some measurability so that you know when you've done it. And you may have heard from previous a previous episode where I talk about celebrating when you've completed stuff and like acknowledging it. And it doesn't even celebrate like have a huge party, but just some sort of acknowledgement of completion is really important because sometimes what can happen is you may feel like you keep starting things and you're not completing them, but really you are, but then the the finish line just keeps kind of moving, which is so natural. We all do it. We all like achieve a goal and then all of a sudden it's like, well, now I want to do this or I want to do that faster or I like have something else in mind or I want whatever because we're programmed towards growth and evolution. So it just makes sense that we will want to continue to expand and grow and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so having it specific really supports that and that acknowledgement, which in and of itself is very motivating because you're like, oh, I did it. Hooray. And I'm actually talk about more how you can like really anchor into that. But know that you want to have it. You want to one of the most important things is like, how will I know that I've completed this? And maybe it's like so to give an example for for business, maybe it's like I want more clients And it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like how many more? Like how will you know when you've achieved the goal of more clients? Is it one? Is it four? Is it 20? Is it 110? Like what is it? And then when you have that, it's like, oh, now I can like, I can can celebrate it. I can acknowledge it because it's very demotivating. Like if you just think of it from an outside point of view, it's very demotivating to keep putting forth effort and working and, you know, trying and doing and whatever, and then not ever feeling internally like anything's been accomplished because you just don't have clear targets. Like I want more clients. And that's like, okay. And then, you know, when, like, when do you, when do you reach that? And if you sometimes what can happen with this is sometimes people are like, well, I don't want to limit myself or cap myself off or put a ceiling on anything. And what I want you to know, what I say to that is like, you can create another goal after you achieve this goal. In fact, I highly encourage that. So it's not, oh, I want more clients. And if I put a number to it, like say I want four, 
than, oh, I'm blocking myself from getting five or six or 10 or 100 or whatever it is. No, no, no. It's just like you hit that milestone and it's like amazing. Let's keep going. Like how, like that's just such a better feeling. So when you're creating these goals, I also highly suggest that you make them smaller than you maybe initially want to. So often, I'm going to come back to the closet example, because I think we can all relate to this. We all have closets that probably need some organization. So you're like, I want a super organized closet. I'm going to have everything color coded. I'm going to have like matching hangers. I'm going to have everything like folded. Like I'm in a department store. I'm going to like whatever the things are. My shoes are going to be like displayed and we get like boxes for them, whatever it is. And that can be really great. And then you can even be like, okay, my goal is I'm going to do my shirts first and I'm going to do whatever. And I really encourage you to break it down even more. And as I was just saying about like set a goal and then you can set another one, another one, you want to break it down so that it almost seems like too easy at the beginning. This is like going for the low hanging fruit idea. You want it to be almost too easy. So with the closet, maybe you want to start with like just your t-shirts and maybe it's just your like, I don't know, casual shirts or something like that. Like something that seems like, oh, well, that's too easy to do because let me know if, if you ever do this, that maybe you set a goal and you're like, oh, that's too easy. It needs to be bigger because big does create this feeling of like excitement in us. We're like, oh, it'd be so amazing. And all my shirts are perfect. Like, it's like, yay. And this is the part about getting into the nitty gritty weeds and like where people can be really demotivated really, really quickly. And we want to prevent that from happening. So you want to do something like really, really simple. Or maybe it's not even shirts. Maybe it's like socks and underwear or something. I don't know. But you want to make it like really, really small, whatever you're whatever your goal is. And so bringing into the client example, your goal is to get four clients. Amazing. Like try to get one first. Like it starts with one, doesn't it? Or even if it's 20, it starts with one. So, or maybe it's like you're selling something you want to sell, however many units, whatever, like just be like, okay, I'm going to sell one. And it's not to say that as you go along, it's like each one is your goal. It, you can, you can start, um, jumping on it, but it is a really good idea to break it down to the small things because it's like the snowball effect. Like you'll get a little bit of momentum, but it starts with a little thing. Like if you're making it a snowman, like it starts with a little bit of packed snow and you roll it and you roll it and it gets bigger and bigger, but you want to break it down so that you have a bunch of like easy wins at the beginning so that you feel like you're accomplishing something. Okay. I'm going to tell you the three things to do now that you have all of this background that's been outlined here. And I think you're feeling what I'm saying. So the first thing you want to do, so you have your goal, it's like some sort of smart goal, you've broken it down. And that is you want to track it. I highly recommend having something on your wall, like a calendar, or it could be just like a piece of paper. I like having a big piece of paper with like post-it notes because it's colorful and it makes it fun and I can really see it, but it could be like just a calendar or just like literally a piece of paper with like dates written on it. 
And you want to mark down what your little daily goals are to get you to the thing. So you want to track how many, and, and it like this kind of depends on depending on what your goal is or what you're wanting, but you want to have some sort of like clear picture in front of you of your progress daily. So you want to track it, whatever tracking looks like to you, but it must be daily. It really must be daily. This also helps with if you're struggling with breaking things down even more, you're like, okay, well, if it's daily, like how small does it need to be? And there's no such thing as too small. Know that. There's no such thing as too small. I think that we really tend to, like in our society, it's this go big or go home kind of mentality where it needs to be so big, so impressive. Like, even if it is, I ran a marathon. To some people, that might be like, that's so big. To me, that would be so big. But other people, maybe they've done that. They're like, no, I need to run 10, or I need to run an ultra, or I need to run, like, I don't know, five marathons in a week, or like, whatever it is. You know, like, we have this idea that bigger is better. And when it comes to achieving your goals and staying on track and keeping motivated along the way and feeling good about it along the way, I'm telling you, it's the smaller, the better, the smaller, the better. It's, yeah, not as sexy or as impressive, maybe, but this really is the tortoise over the hare kind of mentality. So you want to track it in some way. I recommend a big thing on your wall. And then With that visual representation, you get into the second part, which is creating a streak. So when it comes to motivation, as I've already outlined in this episode, it's very likely that you'll you'll start off strong and then you'll like kind of start to dwindle. And so that's where, you know, motivation dies and it's kind of hard to get re-motivated because you're like, I'm already in it and now I know how much like clothes I have to organize and like this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do it or whatever the things are, right? So by creating a streak, it actually tricks your brain into getting more attached to the streak than to whatever the task or the goal or the doing middle boring part of the stuff that is happening. And so what this looks like is because you're tracking things, once you have a run of three, if you remember from like elementary school math, like when you have three things in a row, it's a pattern, right? So our brains are kind of the same way because patterns are what form habits, which is like the automatic subconscious thing that keeps us going. You know, we brush our teeth every day and really think about it. It's not a whole lot of work, like whatever. We all have different habits and habits are formed from patterns of behavior, from doing something repetitively. And so once you have three things in a row, then a pattern has begun, So I'm not saying that it's like anchored in because you've probably heard of things like 21 days in a row to form a new habit, which by the way is seven times three. (laughs) Speaking of math, so interesting that there's a factor of three in there or it could be even more or whatever. And like 
whatever, who cares? We're just trying to like keep some motivation going here. And so the key is to remember three. So once you have three days in a row of doing your small little tiny steps towards your goal and you've written it on your wall in some way or on a calendar, like something you can see, do not put it in your calendar in your phone. Like you want it visual, like in like physically in your space to see it. Then your brain is like, ooh, I want to keep this going because now there's a streak happening. So you have to get through the first three days. This is where you have the excitement and the momentum of like your new exciting whatever thing. But like three days, then you have a streak. And then what happens is you will be motivated by keeping the streak going. It's it's so interesting and it's just such... It's just so effective because it becomes less about the task that you're doing and relying on that to motivate you, to pull you through, to energize you because in everything, like once we're, it's the, this is why there's a phrase, like you get in the weeds of a thing. Like, it's just like, I don't know about this, but if you have this streak and it's external and you're looking at it, it will, it will ignite motivation within you whatever it is, because you're looking at it. And again, I can't stress this enough. It needs to be something physical you're looking at. And then your brain will be like, well, I got to keep the streak up. So now I got to do this action step that I've outlined and just achieving, leading me to achieving my goals. And so I'm just going to do that because I have to keep this streak up. Now, you want to do that. I mean, every day you want to keep it going. If you miss a day, that is okay. If you miss two days, also okay. It will be harder to get back on track. If you miss three days, what is three? Three is a pattern and a new streak has become, and it kind of feels like you're going to start from scratch, which sucks, especially if you're in the middle of something and you don't have that like exciting new energy to get you ignited and going at the beginning. So know that so you can hold yourself accountable to being like, do not miss more than two days in a row of doing your thing because it'll be just really hard to get going again. That's where things kind of fall off. But if you can keep it up, if you can literally not miss a day, then the streak will stay alive and subconsciously you'll be like energized and excited about this streak. Okay, so the third thing to do here, and this is more for building and growing as you go, as you're building up this, this, um, this tracking, the streak and, you know, feeding into your goals. And that is stacking. So that is attaching something else to whatever you're already now creating a habit of doing. And that can be It could be literally anything. It's just basically having like another little mini goal that you want to also be achieving. That's, it can be complimentary. It doesn't need to be, it doesn't really matter that you want to be achieving. You want to be doing so that you can grow, grow in your life, grow in your business, do like accomplish more stuff. Because if you're already doing something that's a habit and then adding on another little thing to it, it'll just be easier to do. So it's like, 
after you brush your teeth, you, I don't know, floss your teeth. And that would be a related thing. Or maybe it's like after you brush your teeth, you do five pushups or five squats or like something. If you have like a health goal, like it can be related, but it doesn't need to be related. But it's like, take something that you're in the habit of doing and add one thing to that. You can add a third thing to that, like have a stack of three, but I do not recommend more than that because then it's just too many. Then it's like you're going through your day being like, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, and it has to be in this order because I'm like stacking, blah, blah, blah. That's that makes that's not motivating, that's not fun. That becomes a burden of shoulds, and that's just not fun. So I recommend just like one other thing that could be helpful. So maybe if it's in your business. Maybe you write copy for something. Maybe like maybe you're doing like a, sending an email out, and then you know after you send that email, you I don't know write something else for Instagram, or you reply to a few emails, or whatever like the energy is that you're that you're in. Then then do that, or maybe it's something not related to like being on your computer at all. Like maybe it's like, oh, after I send this email out, then I'm going to go for a walk because I, you know, want to get outside every day and like move my body and clear my head and whatever. Maybe it's something like that, but you can add something to it, whatever it may be. Okay. So to recap here, when it comes to Achieving your goals, you can do SMART goals and then break them down into like little tiny bitty, totally doable things every day, especially at the beginning. If you find that it is just way too easy, you can, you know, always grow on it. It's not capping it off. It's not putting a ceiling on things. It's not stopping you from having more. It's just a starting point that can create momentum and motivation right from the get-go. And then you want to track it. You want to get yourself on a streak so that the streak overtakes in terms of motivation so you can keep doing it. Because that's the number one thing that people often struggle with. Like everybody I talk to is like, I'm not motivated anymore. I struggle with motivation. Like how can I get motivated? And then they go through like forcing and powering through stuff and being like, oh, I'm just going to do it anyway. And it becomes even more draining. And like, this is not how we want to do things here. And then you can stack on that. You can add other goals onto the goals that you have. Okay. I hope that this has been helpful for you. If it has, please shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Catherine Kroll. I'm actually on that on all the social medias. And I just want to say like, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for subscribing, subscribing for rating and reviewing the podcast. It has been so helpful because this is a new podcast and that goes a long way. If you haven't yet done that, then I really invite you to. And until next time, I just want to say I appreciate you and thanks for listening.